1: Hello hello lovely people listening to this podcast. We are so excited to be here with you today and we have a very special guest named Christine Michelle and she is what some people would call a vibration lifter and energy shifter. And she's just another manifesting queen like Lindsay and I and we're going to dive into a really interesting like subdivision of manifestation and kind of a new perspective where We talk about how your human design really impacts ways that are easier for you to manifest, harder for you to manifest, how to use your human design in conjunction with creating a more intentional life that you love. So, Christine, thanks for being here. Thank you for having me. Oh, I love that. That was a beautiful, beautiful introduction. Thank you. Oh, thank you. I've had lots of practice now that we've been doing this show for like almost 60 episodes. So Kelsey's a pro.
0: Kelsey's a pro. (laughs) Um, Christine, can we talk about the origin of your work and what you do and how you kind of the journey it was to get where you are now? Cause I think it's so fascinating when you merge these two things together. How did that happen? Oh yeah.
2: Okay. So many things. Okay. So let's talk about the beginning. I am a lot older than I look. I'm 44. Um.
0: (laughs) Stop it. What?
2: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, yeah, get it from my mama. She looks good too. Patreon um, <laughs>
0: people will agree with us. All the people watching this, like that's not
2: a real thing. Keep going. <laughs> Got them good genes. Age is a mindset. That's what I say. Um, but I've been into like the manifesting world. Like my parents are Christians, so but they always believed in like ask, believe, receive. Mm-hmm. And so ever since we were younger, it was really ask, believe, receive, I journaled, I read the Seth books, I was really into Abraham Hicks, like all of that stuff ever since I was really young. And then, um, you know, they came with the secret and the law of attraction, and all of that stuff, but it was all things that I was already doing. And so... It comes to a point where I decided that I was, you know, leaving corporate America and going to focus on like coaching, mentoring and doing what I love, because I can talk about this all day, right? This is what I love. I was a corporate executive. I had been with Victoria's Secret in New York for a very long time as a corporate executive. And before that, I was with the Coca-Cola company. Um, So When I left and then became full-time, like doing my own business, I had gone from multi-multi six figures to like, eventually my clients were doing amazing because they were doing what I was saying to do. And then my business was like not taking off. I ended up having to file for bankruptcy. It just, nothing was working. And I was like, what's going on? I know it's not money mindset because I, make money like crazy all the time, right? This was my norm to make a ton of money and be very successful. And I was like, what is it? And it's funny because years before that, I'd heard of human design, but I was like, oh, you know, I don't wanna get into it, da, 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 da. And then I was like, you know what? I felt called again. And I had a mentor and she was a human design expert. So I was like, okay, what's going on here? And so for me, I, the way I'm built or designed is to make things that are complicated, right? Be super easy. And so I really tuned into human design, gene keys, all of that amazing stuff. And I was like, what allows this to be super easy? When can I remember a time in my life when I was super successful? And does this align with, I'm a generator. So, um, a four, six generator. And so I said, when does this align with like, um, me doing really well? Was I responding as a generator does like, you know, this, is this true, right? This showing myself proof that this worked and so when I thought back about what I was doing in my life when I was super successful multi-six-figure you know career and all of that it was always when I was responding I was responding to corporate initiatives I was responding to um like doing what the you know the corporation said right so even as a senior executive I was responding and so I was like whoa and this is when it clicked And so then I also noticed, I was like, well, when were my manifestations super, super easy? If I'm, you know, I will talk about it a little later, but there's a specific manifester and a non-specific manifester. And so when I stopped doing what I intuitively knew to do as a child and started to do what was in the secret and what all of these manifesting gurus or whatever said to do, I found that I was moving from being a non-specific manifestor to a specific manifester, vision boards and looking at the things and, you know, getting really clear, it has to be this way and all of that. But that's when it became resistant and it wasn't flowing the way it normally would when I was doing what was intuitively right for me. And so that's how I really started to look at, you know, the quantum manifestation and all of that stuff was something that was innate, natural for me. And then when I looked at the human design aspect and started to combine the two, I was like, oh my goodness, this really is helping my clients, myself, and, and, you know, really bring in what we desire and law of attraction, right? Which wasn't working quote unquote for everyone. It allowed you to tune into what really would work for you.
1: Mm, Yeah. I love that you blended the two because I think, well, first of all, human design, I feel like there's not a ton of resources out there for learning or studying about it like there is about the law of attraction so it's cool that you're combining the two to show how they can work in harmony and in flow and anyone who's listening to this and they're like what is human design i have no idea tell me more well, obviously finish this episode, but we also did an episode way back when I believe with Karen Curry Parker Yeah, and um, she's a human design expert too. And she kind of dove into like the different types and what is human design and blah, blah, blah. So today we're kind of going to jump off of that and use human design as a tool for manifesting in a more effortless way, according to your type. So I guess we should dive into like, How do people find out their human design type so that they can kind of assess what works for them?
2: Yes. So I give you guys a link. It's a link. It's on my own um, page. It's called how to pull your HD chart. And so when you click on that link, step-by-step, step, it will show you how to go to body matrix, my body graph, and you'll be able to pull up your chart and it'll tell you step-by-step. Step, like if you're a generator or a manifestor or a specific, you know, a, a, and it'll tell you if you're a specific manifestor or a non-specific manifestor, and it'll show you each one of the steps. And I tell you the key, things to look for so that you'll know exactly you know what you are and then you'll be able to take that and listen to this call and then you'll know what we're talking about because fun stuff Kelsey is a specific manifester and Lindsay is a non-specific manifester. So, and, and both of you are manifesting generators, I believe. So, yes, yes. and I'm a generator. So we'll talk about some of those differences and then we can bring in the other types, such as a manifester and projector and reflector, what that looks like for them. So it'll be super fun. So if you click this link and we'll, we can include
0: it, I think in the show description, but if you click this link, it's how to pull your HD chart, human design chart. If you, already have your human design chart, does it break it down like what
2: each thing means or does it actually give you a human design chart as well? It'll give you a human design chart as well. And it'll, um, what I do in the step-by-step is to circle the different pieces. So you'll oh. know what they mean. And so then you can scroll down and it'll say, oh, my type is this, my strategy is this, and my authority is this. Mm-hmm. And so you'll know when you're looking at that box, what three things to look for. And then you'll also know based on the arrows, if they're pointing towards yeah. your head or away from your head, if you're a non-specific or a specific generator. So it'll be super fun and easy. I like
0: ease yes purposeful which will translate into effortless I think that's important to to because I feel like with manifesting especially if you're just starting with it like you said you do all the things you do the vision board you do the affirmations you do the positive thinking you do the feeling into it or however you learn to do it and some of those things will work really well for you and some of those won't so I think it's really great that you have this insight to teach people it's not you I mean, it is you, but in the best way possible, like this is just how you're wired and it's not going to work for everybody. I'm going to, I'm going to just go out there and say like, when I do specific manifesting, I felt like because I'm such a person who loves control, I love knowing exactly what it's going to be, but I can recognize that that was a sticking point for me. Like part of my journey maybe is to give it up and release that control and allow you know those hot button words that we say you know release and allow and um, so so that being a non-specific manifester and we'll go into more I hope of what that means because I need all the stuff I need all the info um, maybe that's what I need to do is just be more non-specific and when I do become more non-specific and it helps me practice that allowing I notice that it comes faster Before we get into specific and non-specific, I have to say this, Kelsey, you remember when in episode 10, we talked about the five, what was it? The five coolest tools to have for manifesting. Mm -hmm. And one of those was a dream jar, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm going over my dream jar with a client the other day. It was like two weeks ago. And I'm like, here's what you should do. I think this would be great for you to like really get clear on what you want. And we went over the whole process of a dream jar. Guys, go check it out if you haven't yet, because here's why. As I was going through all my things, I was pulling them out. Done. Check, check, check. I was literally going through like things I haven't looked at in months, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, I did that!" And so, of course, the client was like, "Okay, done. I'm doing it for sure." But there were two things that I hadn't done yet, and I was like, "Okay, I'm gonna put those back in the jar. We'll we'll deal with them later." Um, but I did read what they were, and I knew that I hadn't done them, so I put them back in the jar. And as of two days ago, both of those last two things. Now that I've relooked at it, and my subconscious was like, "Okay, grabbing onto those two now, they're done." And one of them, Kelsey, you don't even know this. I didn't tell you Ooh, yet. tell me. One of them was, it's too loud to uncrinkle, get a cuddly cat. And we got a cat <laughs> two days ago. We got, oh we got two cats for the boys because they've been like wishing and hoping, but I forgot that that was in there. So I'm going over it with, a, with another client the other day. I was like, I only have two love. And as I'm looking at them, I was like, oh my gosh, they're done. Everything's done in my dream jar. So now I have to spend, the wonderful minutes of thinking what else i want to put in there but this isn't a visual thing it's literally just writing down intentions and think easy goals hard goals mixing them all together putting them in a jar meditating on them you know every day for a few minutes which i didn't do and be honest i put them in there and forgot about them but amen it worked i don't know i'm going to do it again but but i understand that the difference between like writing it down which is why i mentioned it writing it down and just like having that intention not necessarily needing to see it every single day. Not necessarily needing that vision. Um, perhaps that's one of the differences. So let's let's talk about specific first, because I want to I want to see how Kelsey manifests. <laughs> She's really good at it. So let's talk about specific, and then we can go into like what the difference is between that and non-specific. Is that
2: okay? Yeah, definitely. Okay. I, I love your explanation. I mean, your um example, <laughs> because I'm going to tell you, you know, why that worked. Wonderful. Well, specific, right? It was awesome. Um, and so, right, when you look at your chart, I'm just going to tell everyone, if you're looking at your chart, there's a little head at the top, right? You have the head and then you have the body. On the, round the head, there are four arrows. So the bottom right arrow, if it's pointing towards your head, details, details, think specifics. If it's pointing away from your head think non specific. So for Kelsey, she is specific. And so when you think about law of attraction, law of attraction was created the like the not law of attraction, but the people who taught law of attraction and really got everyone into like oh my goodness, I get to create my reality and all those things. Most of those were specific manifestors. And why was it? Most of the earth were born as specific manifestors and the reason why was because it helped us Really understand energy and that things worked in that way. Like, if I focus on something specific and really call that in and match the energy of that, wow, I can manifest that, right? So, that kind of ushered in us to where we are with quantum and understanding with how energy works and all of that. Now, most of the people, majority of the people that are going to be born in 2027 and later are going to be non specific manifestors. And the reason being is because it's really going to be into leaning back and tuning into focusing on the energy that, you know, like the, the frequency of the earth has risen, right? So we're in more heart centered consciousness. And if you think about the right arrow, the non-specific, that's more in heart centered consciousness, because you're really going to be focused on the feeling tuning into the real reason you want all the things that you desire, and then really leaning back and allowing the universe to match all the things that, are in alignment with those feelings instead of being so specific as far as the 3d attached to the thing does that make sense completely is there something
1: that's interfering with your happiness or preventing you from achieving your goals this is where BetterHelp help comes in and can help you to live your best life better help is a resource where you can gain access to therapists online Um, It's really, really cool because you can start communicating in under 48 hours. Basically, you take a little quiz, they match you with someone who can do exactly the specialty that you need, whether it's like marriage counseling, or you have depression or anxiety or whatever it is. Um, And there's a broad range of experts and they'll match you with the best one. Um, You can change your expert anytime, which is really cool. So let's say if you don't love your first one, you can try another one. But everyone that I've worked with on BetterHelp is really amazing. Um, Actually, so many people have been using BetterHelp these days that they're recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states. So if you're a therapist, you might want to hop on BetterHelp to work with them. But if you would like to be a client or a patient of BetterHelp, then definitely check it out because it's worthwhile. It's cheaper than traditional therapy. Um, more affordable, more accessible, and they even have financial aid, which is awesome. Yeah, guys, to try out
0: this special offer just for High Vibin' It listeners, you get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash vibin. Once again, betterhelp.com slash V-I-B-I-N.
1: I have a question real quick before you continue. So something that's coming to me is I'm having this maybe realization, and you tell me if it's true or not, that – specific manifesting will really only work for specific manifestors but like more general manifesting will really work for anybody
2: correct (laughs) okay that is true but there's a way that i tell my specific manifestors how to work because this is really about you locking in the energetic frequency so the way i'm working with my specific manifestors because the frequency of the earth has risen so it really is about what you desire and so kelsey let's talk about something that you want i love to make things practical and like I want people to get from this call and be like, oh my God, right? And so let's talk about something that you would love to manifest in your life right now.
1: Okay, yes. So something I'm manifesting right now, actually with my partner, is a wedding venue because we want that to be like our main source of income. I love weddings and romance and celebrating and pretty things and making barns into pretty glamorous things. So we're like, let's buy a barn, turn it into a wedding venue. It'll be so profitable and so fun. So that's what I'm manifesting right now.
2: I love that. Okay. So let's fast forward. You are here. You are the you who already has this wedding venue. It is there. It's amazing. It's gorgeous. You're having weddings there. What feeling are you expecting to feel?
1: Um, Abundant, contributional, like I'm holding space for someone to celebrate their big day. Um, I'm feeling like I'm great at decorating. I'm feeling like a successful entrepreneur. Um, and I'm feeling, um, like my business has like a good purpose. for good purpose.
2: So you said entrepreneur, well, you said abundant, you're feeling like you're contributing to society. You're feeling like, you know, a really successful entrepreneur. So when you like, let's close your eyes and you are here, it's done, you're next to your partner, you guys are like, wow, like we've had five weddings here, and this, I love this space, it's successful, what's the one feeling you're feeling right now? Mm,
1: I know it. I'm actually feeling like well, there's two big ones. I'm feeling successful, but it's like within the context of like being connected to my partner, so it's like a feeling of like we did this together so we what what together. feeling does that get you? that feeling of like
0: i'm we're so successful together, and I feel so you got
1: it. I know you got this you get... <laughs> uh
2: connected
1: okay it's okay. like it's like it's like a way to feel connected to him but also like connected to like. My best life and my best
2: self. I I love that. So connected you know, is a good one. Yes, I love that. That's a good one. So so you're feeling like in your belly when you feel like because you are a manifesting generator, and so when you are feeling like, it's like hell yes, excited about something. Um, if you feel this in your belly, I like to call it that juicy feeling. If you're feeling juicy, <laughs> you're feeling like ooh. Um, does connected give you that? Ooh yes feeling um yeah yeah for sure sure okay so so we're gonna go with connected so Mm -hmm. you being a specific manifester your real goal and intention to have this wedding venue and do all these things is to feel connection
0: which is so congruent with who she is it really (laughs) is like that's that's her keyword of life is like connection community yes
2: doesn't that feel good? It feels juicy. I'm feeling it myself. So, so then when you, as a specific manifester, are really tuning into all the things that get to unfold into your life, you want to first tune into connection. And so you're like, oh, connection and just feel that connection and then go into the details that feel connected. So this is when you can get into the specifics as a specific manifestor. You Mm -hmm. can put up the picture of the wedding venue that you're like, oh, it's going to be so connected. I feel so connected. You can have a picture of you and your partner standing there, you know, maybe all the things, maybe it's a. Uh, you could put um, five weddings and, you know, whatever it's going to be. Like you want to tune into the specifics that lock you into the feeling of feeling connected. And so that's going to really lock in the energy of connection using those specifics. And then when you're journaling or tuning in and every morning, you're just going to start your day off as next level Kelsey, who is connected right now. Connected to the podcast, connected to the guest, connected to her partner in every day, connected to everything that is in your house, connected to the things that you love, connected with your the clothes that you wear, and then you can continually ask your question, your, yourself, like, how could I feel more connected in this moment, or what would feel more connection like, um, right now, like, and really tune into I'm already connected. And so as you're doing this, you're going to find things to respond to as a manifesting generator universe is going to like, you have this open aura, you're feeling connected. It's going to start dropping these things, venues, ideas, like people into your lap. And then you get to feel if those are hell yeses or hell hell knows. Does Mm -hmm. that make sense? How does that feel? Yes.
1: Yeah. It feels great. I love, um, having all these opportunities fall into the lap and then responding from a place of like, oh yeah, or like, mm, not so much.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yes. And as generators, manifesting generators, it's all about what you love. So you love weddings, you love this connection, you love creating these beautiful spaces, right? And so when things come to you, you are in your passion, that's why your sacral is drawing all of these opportunities to you because that's the way the energy flows. That's why for you to go out and find the wedding venue and say, this is the one, that's pushing. That would be you being a manifester and trying to push out and like do that. No, the universe is gonna drop things then like for, for Lindsay, like, I'm like, oh yeah, it'd be cool to be on some podcasts. Then Lindsay DM, Hey, how are you? I'm like, Hey, this is great. Right. <laughs> Another, you know, like James Webber. Hey, would you like to be- Yeah, <laughs> that'd be cool. Right. So that I mean, it just comes to me and instead of me like, Hey, can I be on your podcast? That would be me more pushing and not allowing mm. myself and my passion to draw these opportunities to me. Interesting. Mm, Yeah,
1: so that leads me to a very specific question here to elaborate on this example So my boyfriend is the one who likes to really research properties, but here's the twist now I'm thinking okay It's great if he finds something and then he's like is this a yes or no and then I respond
2: Except he's also a manifesting generator So I'd like to see his chart because he might be Uh a manifesting generator and it depends on if he has the specific channel he might be more manifestor than generator Okay. And so as long as you are in alignment, then you're fine. (laughs) Well, yeah. If he wants to go out and push (laughs) and press and bring all the, you know, and and let's say he's really not supposed to be looking. Let's say he's not supposed to be initiating and looking for things that has nothing to do with you. Well, I feel like he is
1: though, but yeah, because it gets him really excited to like look for opportunities. So I feel like it is in alignment with however he is built, but
2: that was just an interesting question. Like, okay, so if he's finding the venue and I'm
1: responding, then
2: that's super fun. I like it. Super in alignment. And who knows, he might have a certain one, three profile where he's like the investigator and loves to like get all the things. (laughs) Well, he's a Scorpio, so. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So he's totally in alignment. And then he looks for things and he's like, oh my God, this would be cooler. And who knows what he get? he's responding to, to look for these venues. It might not even be him initiating. It might be him like hearing something be like, oh, and then responding to looking at these different venues and then bringing it to you. And it gets to be a hell yes. Or if it's a no or uh uh-uh, it's a no. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I love
1: that. Okay, so as a manifesting generator, it's, my, it's in my highest alignment to respond to opportunities by feeling into it and being like, yeah, that's a hell yeah, or Mm-mm, not so much, not feeling it, it's not quite there yet. Um, so if I was a manifester, then how would that be
2: different? Okay, so let's say you're a manifester and you would love to have this venue. As a manifester, you are going to receive downloads and urges. So you're going to receive a download from the universe, and it's like, oh, you need to have this amazing wedding venue, you know, place. And so as a manifester, you're more of a pushy energy, which means you're pushing out, you're informing and initiating. And so you get this, it feels so good. You've got this urge. You're going to go and look for the wedding venue. You're going to dive in the DMS for the clients and ask them for things. Right. And that is just your energy. So people are either going to love you or hate you. And so that's how you would do it but you first align with the energy right of can you still would align with connectedness and get into connected and feel connected and then see what comes as an urge or a download and then you go move forward because that's how you move throughout the earth that's how you receive these we always call them like cooperative components like right because because you're manifesting in you know Abraham Hicks says cooperative components or because you're manifesting it's a 3D world right so nothing just appears in front of you it's either going to be people real experiences like places like you're going to be physically doing something and so this shows you how energy how you interrelate and so as a manifester you're more of a pushy energy which means you get urges you inform people and then you go and initiate and that's just the way you would do it so you would have the urge you would not lean back and respond you would go forth find the venue book the venue start the business
1: Mm, Okay. So the manifestors are more of the go-getters. The manifesting generators have some of that, but they're more like generators?
2: Yes. So generators, most manifesting generators are probably like 70% generator and maybe 30% or 20% manifester. Now there is a specific channel. I think it's 2034, which is like the charisma channel. And it's a manifester channel. If you have that channel, then you're a little bit more manifester than generator. So you might initiate things and inform and things will like continue to flow because that's a little bit of you being able to push out energy. But because you have this defined sacral, the sacral works with drawing opportunities to you. So that's why it feels frustrating for you to go out and do things, Mm -hmm. go out and initiate things as a manifesting generator or as a generator. So that's why it's so much lovely for you to just be passionate about something and just show up just because and share your passions with the world and respond to what comes in alignment with you are Locking in the frequency of what you truly want, just responding to what comes to you because that is the way your energy draws opportunities, situations, people, and experiences. Does that make sense? All right.
1: Yeah, that does make sense. I'm really curious to know now which one I am because when I first learned about human design, I thought for sure I was a manifester. But then when I ran the numbers, I was actually a manifesting generator. And then I was all confused because So So one more time, Christine- (laughs) Can you tell us how to find out how much of each you are?
2: Like, what was that channel you said? Cause yeah, there is a channel. It's the 2034 channel and it's the charisma channel. And, um, yes, it's a really, it's, it's the, so if that is connected, then that just means you're a little bit more manifestor than the normal manifesting generator. And where do we find that? Where is that? You would find that channel. That channel is connected from your throat. Uh So there's a 20 in your throat on the left side of the chart. And then it goes all the way to the 34 in the sacral. So the sacral a little metal. So if you have those connected. Oh, okay. Well, oh, here tell me if mine's connected or not. Can you see the chart? Oh, I think so. Hold on. I key, it's so small. Hold on. It looks like you might have the twenty thirty-four channel. I have to get your information and pull it out. Yeah, up. yeah we, we definitely have to do it. it to you after the show. So you can dive <laughs> that, in. For give us. It to me. If you're it on the Patreon. Like that, and you that can... would be why you would feel like I initiate some things and it works out for me. So I have some clients that are manifesting generators. And like I said, they're a little bit more like let's say 40% manifestor, 45. Right. Instead of like that 20% manifestor. So you could inform. And initiate, but I still would say lean back and allow that sacral to work for you as well. But follow so, urge. You. Oh, hold this on. This is so fun. I love yes, this. It is if you're so on the fun. Patreon,
1: you can see actually our charts that we're showing each other on our phones and stuff. Yeah. Um go to patreon.com slash high vibe to join if you want to do that. Um and I'm sure like we already dove into a bunch of information before we even started recording this, and that's all gonna be on yeah. the Patreon too. And this portion of the show is
0: brought to you guys by Green Chef. Green Chef is a USDA certified organic company that makes eating well easy and affordable
1: with plans to fit every kind of lifestyle. We're totally loving Green Chef. They have different meal plans, you guys. So you can pick from paleo, plant powered, keto, balanced living. Um, They deliver everything right to your doorstep, which is super awesome and convenient and they just really make it easy to eat and easy to discover new recipes. So if you're trying to learn how to be better at cooking, I think this is a great way to do it because they're gonna send you everything like pre-measured and tell you how to mix it all together and give you the steps and all that. So it's a really fun way to learn and just make it easy. And it also reduces food waste because a lot of the time when we go to the grocery, We buy entirely too much stuff, but this way you're just getting exactly what you need for however many people. And we love Green Chef too because they're um, not wasteful like a lot of the other meal prepping kits. Um, Everything that they have is more recyclable and they make it easy to do that. So we really recommend Green Chef for all of those reasons. You guys definitely need to go and check it out. Yeah,
0: it really could not be easier to start eating better and healthier, no matter what your lifestyle is or how many people are living in your house right now. Um, so if you guys want to try this and you should go to greenchef.com vibin80 and you guys, you get $80 off your first month plus free shipping on your first box. Once again, that's greenchef.com slash vibin 80 to redeem and to get more details. So, Christine, I didn't find the 34 at all, but I do see it now. It's like in the you said in the sacral area, right? Yes. So, it goes like this, and then there's another line that goes like this to the 34. Yes. It is like- it is a line from 20 to 34, but it also goes it's like if it's a road, it'll go straight through down to that little triangle, but it also makes a a left into the 34.
2: Yes. And so if you have that charisma channel, it'll show your channels and it'll say charisma and it'll have the 20 and then it's connected and curves right to the 34. Yeah. So does that mean I have it? Do you, is it lit up? Like is the circle for the 20 and the circle for the 34 both oh, lit up? And no. Are the channels? <laughs> so you <laughs> saw how Kelsey's was like, well, it looks like it was colored in. Like I think Let it me was- see again. Hold, hold
0: on. Let me, let me, I have to pin your video. Okay. So if everybody's, oh yeah, so yours is like colored in. Mine was not, mine was a white, mine was just white. So that's like yours is definitely connected. Yeah, I can see that. That's connected.
2: Yeah. Mine is so it's so blurry because it's on the phone, but it looks like it's colored in. <laughs> so it hers is so hers
0: is colored in and connected. So that means she is more manifestor than the normal manifestor generator. Manifesting
1: generator, yes. So she look have, at you, Kelsey. So it makes self-aware. so much more sense now. <laughs> she
0: knew it. She knew
1: it from day one. I She's knew like, it. I, know I was like, it. what the heck, manifesting generator was this? Because when well, I read you know the description of the manifestor, I like really resonated with it a lot.
2: Everybody I was like, free to call to as a money. manifester, so I'm a fucking manifester, okay? Everybody <laughs> wants to resonate with the manifester, but true. they don't realize that life is so much easier and fun as a generator. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> there's only one good thing to be as a generator.
0: Right. I'm happy with whatever I am because I feel like I was born on purpose exactly where I was supposed to be. So exactly. you just tell me what to do. Tell me how I am and I'm going to go for it.
2: Exactly. That's what I was going to say. It really is about embracing your own design because there's no better or, 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 or easier or anything. But as a generator and a manifesting generator, you do get to lean back and mm. receive all of the opportunities to come to you and Mm. in every moment there's something to respond to and so because society has told us to just do it and go out there and initiate and things you'll find that a lot of manifesting generators and generators feel like am i just sitting here not doing anything and it's like no there's something to respond to in every single moment in life and it's just a matter of leaning back and allowing things to flow into your environment like For example, like I'm so glad I didn't have to reach out to any podcasts, but I get so many amazing interviews because I didn't have to do a thing. Now, Mm -hmm. as a manifester, that's when you, you know, you like the energy, but then you are meant to push things out there. You're meant to have people either hate you or love you. And that's the manifester energy. Like 9% of the world are manifestors because they're meant to bring things and give the rest of the world, things to respond to, but they're also either loved or absolutely hated because of that pushy energy.
1: Okay. So we covered basically the process of specific manifesting, if you are a manifesting generator, or if you are a manifester. Um, So I want to kind of dive into Lindsay's example next, because she's a manifesting generator, but she's a non-specific manifester. So how would her process look different from mine?
2: Yes, so let's talk about for non-specific manifestors. Like I said, non-specific manifestors were born or going to be born a lot more when it 2027 comes, but right now we were born to really tune into and lock into the energetic frequency, really doing things from this heart-centric place. And so Yes, you get to still want to have, you know, make a lot of money and do all the things, but really is important for you to really remember that a lot of the things that you're calling in, the energy is the reason why you want it, right? The frequency is the reason why you want it. And you are doing things that are also helping the world, helping you know, the environment helping, you know, the overall planet. And so does that mean I always get freaked out questions? I'm not specific. Does that mean I can't have my red Ferrari? No, that doesn't mean that you get to have the white G, you can still have the G63. But all you need to do is really tune into wow, me showing up and powerfully sharing my voice, you know, being making this difference in the world is not only helping me and showing that you can get your G63 too is also helping others know what's possible for them. And so it really is just getting into that connection and realizing that who you are and how you show up is also benefiting the entire world. So that's very important for non-specific manifestors to remember. So mm. now let's talk to you, Lindsay. What would you love? Like if there's something, like if you were thinking about something specific, let's say in the traditional way of manifesting, what would it be?
1: Oh, man. See, my dream jar is empty now. I don't even know. She already manifested it all. I'm She's so, good to go for now Well, <laughs> she has a new desire. <laughs> I
0: will say, like when I do a vision board, which I think is very important, I love looking at it because it gives me all the feelings, right? And I need the feelings. I feel like if you're manifesting, that's what you need to anchor to. So well, the last time I did it because I had achieved most of what I wanted, right? I would just say, uh, what is a, what's What's the thing I have on here? Keep feeling whatever, like bring this momentum that I've already created and just make more of it. So I have pictures of me like smiling, laughing on here because that's me and there's nothing you attach to more personally. So like maybe, I mean, just keeping the momentum of, of like my client load is like two months in advance right now, which is amazing. I would love to keep that into the new year. As far as like long-term goals, Kelsey's getting a wedding venue. I'm getting a bed and breakfast in Scotland. Like that's my thing. My husband no. really wants a pub, like a bed and breakfast pub and I want a bookstore attached to it Um, or like an antique shop, but he doesn't, he doesn't want me to coffee shop with antiques and books. That's what I want. Okay. <laughs> and he wants the pub side. So I feel like long-term that would be a really good thing. But I mean, right now I'm good. I am so grateful. And so just feeling really aligned lately. I don't think... I mean, I just have no worries. And that's rare, Kelsey,
1: tell them. That's rare for me. Mm -hmm. Um, It is rare for a control freak to have.
0: (laughs) To (laughs) not, yeah. And I just feel, I feel very zen in these moments. But I also know that I have this feeling that I can't, I can't not do anything. As you said, like it's a hard thing for people, especially me, I think, to sit back and feel like things are happening in spite of me. In spite of me doing nothing in spite, you know, so I think that's probably a big thing for me, but I, I feel like just keeping the momentum would be a good, a good one. Like keeping the client load, keep serving, keep having people come in and, and want my services. Yes. <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, who doesn't want that? <laughs>
2: I was going to say, if you wanted to play around with this bed and breakfast in Scotland <laughs> or in the Highlands. With Jen- yes. Claire, and you wanted to have this. I love Outlander. It's like my favorite. Oh
0: my God, me too. We need to talk. Kelsey, have you watched it yet? Because I told her to watch this like months ago. It's no. such a beautiful love story. If she likes romance, come on, oh tell her. Christine, girl, tell her. I've
2: watched it like six <laughs> times. It's so good. Every season. It's so good. And Jamie's, my God. Okay. Wait. <laughs> You have to watch it, Kelsey. It's so good. And, it, and now I know why she wants to go to Scotland and the Highlands. Um, well, so.
0: okay. But here's the thing. I love Scotland before the show came out. And so when oh. I saw a preview for it, I was like, oh, it's a show about Scotland. Like I have to watch it. It's about Scotland. So I made sure to read all the books before the first season started because I need to be the person that read the books before the season. And I was just so... It's just like it's so magical. And I had a few like past life flashbacks while reading these books because they get so specific and I had a little mini like existential crisis while I was reading it because I was like, "Oh my gosh, like I was here. Like I know I was in this time period in that in that area," which is probably another reason I love it so much, but Yes. The that, whole moral so of this story is Kelsey Watch Outlander.
2: <laughs> Please Kelsey, <laughs> I'm telling you, you're going to love it. My parents absolutely love it. When I told them to watch it, they were like, "This is so good." Um so you <laughs> Everybody I tell loves it. Everyone, everyone I am I'm up for another like going through it since it's mm-hmm. on hiatus right now. So anyway. I know
0: we need we need to we need to do that in the
2: meantime. I think that's a fun manifestation for us to play with right now. I, I want to. I <laughs> yes. So we're tuning in. You are in Scotland. You have this amazing, you know, what you want. Yeah the bed and breakfast and the antique store and all the fun stuff right in this beautiful beautiful green area in Scotland what feeling are you expecting to feel like I like to say feelings or themes yes yeah, yeah. Like if you were calling this in right now and what would you feel when you were there I have a lot of practice with this because I do this with my clients
0: all the time like what do you what are you feeling and and honestly pride mm-hmm. gratitude um, accomplishment, like I did this. Like, how badass am I? Badassery is that an emotion? Because I'm gonna feel it. That's what I'm feeling. You um, wanted to. And yeah, just like confirmation. I'm gonna be feeling that validation, that confirmation. That like I thought of it. The universe provided. Thank you, universe. You know, gratitude. All that stuff is just like sitting in that moment of completion. And just that relief that it's done, and I did it, and the universe helped me, and just like supported—I don't know—all of it. I feel all of it. I love it.
2: Okay, so if you had to pick one thing, you're sitting there, girl, come on, you're holding his hand. <laughs> I feel supported. I don't know for some reason, like I feel supported, yeah, supported. Um, but you're holding his hand, mm. and you guys are like, oh, this is so amazing. He's got a pint. <laughs> you've got a pint, and you 've got an antique and you're i like, 'm just <laughs> holding a, an old
0: coin in my hand um uh okay well i mean it 's just probably accomplishment would be the biggest theme,
2: like That's just awesome. like validation accomplishment, like we did this, I did this okay, so if you are tuning in and then as a non specific manifester, I love to say either themes or you can do like a feeling so let 's tune into the feeling of. Accomplishment, right? Mm. And so you're just like, oh, it feels so good to accomplish, to be accomplished. And so I want you to tune into this is the way you know if this is really the feeling that your soul is going for. Does it feel super juicy when you think accomplishment? Does that feel like, yes, like, oh, it feels so good? Or does it feel like,
0: yeah, accomplishment? No, it feels like that's what I want. Like, that's my thing. Because in that word, for me, means validation. That I wasn't crazy for thinking of this and dreaming of this. It's support because I had the support of my husband and the support of the universe to get it done. Like there are so many things rolled up into this juicy roll that it's not it, the word accomplishment feels like the end all be all. Like that's what it is. That is the thing. It feels big, you know.
2: Okay, so you would tune into accomplishment as a non-specific manifest. Oh, yes. And then you would still just really feel like I'm so accomplished, right? I feel so accomplished. And you would really tune into the energy of locking in the frequency of accomplishment. And then all the things that that means for you. So like supported and guided and, you know, knowing that every step that you're taking is taking you in the right direction. Mm -hmm. And so as a non-specific manifester, you really would just hone in on, you know waking up in the morning tuning into the energy of accomplishment like every couple of hours just really tuning into and embodying like feeling in your body yeah. what it feels like to be accomplished right now and then also showing yourself consciously all the places that you're already accomplished you know
0: it's interesting as we're talking about this that's probably why i had trouble coming up with something to manifest because that's the feeling i have now and i'm just like so i'm good like i'm good if i can yeah. feel like this forever well, they say when you feel like that forever, you're probably going to die because you've done it all. <laughs> like your job is done. The, the life has been complete. No, let's not put that out there. But I do feel like, yeah, I'm good. Like I'm good. I, I've. I, it's hard for me to come up with more things to want because I got it and it's happening. Like it is all happening around me. Things I've thought of for years, like having a house and remodeling it and making it mine and having three kids and- just everything, literally everything. Like I feel like this is the culmination of every intention, every desire, every hard day where you're like, is this ever gonna happen? You know, I'm sitting here. Yeah. This would be the visualization from two years ago where I'm just like sitting in my house and everything's great and I'm doing it. Like yes. this is it. So Definitely. I think yeah, another validation that accomplishment is the word because
2: that's what I'm feeling. Yes, and, you, and it, keeps, it gets to keep getting better. Yes, right? exactly. You to to just get better and better and better. And the more you can just tune into, I'm already like here. And now then the things just continue to unfold. Mm-hmm. And so you putting Scotland in the jar, right? And what I wanted to say was that manifesting jar, the reason why it worked for you yes. was because it was this or something better and you didn't go focus on it, right? You were like, universe, this or something better. I'm so open to mm-hmm. receiving it's to be super easy for me. And then you just dropped it in instead of being focused on those specifics. Whereas so, for Kelsey, she can be focused on the specifics and it won't create a lot of resistance unless yeah. focusing on specifics that make her feel icky.
0: Right. So, in, so as a non-specific manifester, I wrote the, okay. So if you want to know the whole intention, if I was being specific, I would have said like, a stripe, orange striped cat with a, with a long whiskers on one side or whatever. But instead I said, it's funny because I did say attributes that I want in a cat without being like physically specific. So I said a nice cat, a calm cat and a cuddly cat. And I did get one. I got one. It doesn't matter what it looks like because I, the the emotions that I want to feel when I have the cat are there. Um, yeah. And then the other one was about my email list
1: and I did it. So yeah. Yay. yay. Well, <laughs> really interesting because I found, like, being specific about the visuals can work in some contexts, like a house or a car or something like that, but when it comes to, like, manifesting, like, a relationship, like, a partner or something, I always tell people don't be specific because that's stupid. Like, the whole reason of being in the relationship is not to date a body. It's to, like, be with that person, right? So... When I get specific and I'm journaling, which I love to do and I'm manifesting, I'm usually creating like scenes in my mind because I'm a super visual person. So I know that like before I manifested my relationship now, I was writing down things more like we both love to do yoga and sometimes we play wrestle and we make fish tacos together and it's like little scenes, like little movies. Wait, you play wrestle with your boyfriend? Mm -mm. well I lose every time but sometimes
0: (laughs) maybe it's because I have siblings but I automatically think of like when we used to wrestle each other and it was not nice like I would be so mean to my younger brother sorry James I'm so sorry now but we were like nasty to each other and then I think of the friends episode where they're like play wrestling and I'm like that's what siblings do so when you said that I was like really when is that I've never seen it in a romantic context or like a playful like relationship context like well
1: if we do funny things like I always joke that he's like a vampire and I'm like well if you were annoyed with me like you would just snap my neck right now and I'd be dead and we'd both be vampires and then five minutes later I'd like come to life and be like what the heck what did you do that for and I always joke about it because he's like six seven and a giant um former NFL football player and I'm like five four tiny little ballerina so we always like do funny physical stuff like that or sometimes I'll like tickle him which is hilarious like tickle such a grown mm-hmm. ass like all these big muscles and he's like so macho and then you like get him giggle i'm like oh my god this is great but like i always think of scenes when i'm thinking of specific manifesting not like oh it has to be this way i'm just like oh i I imagine that this would probably happen and that would be so fun so is that more of what you mean by like a healthy way of specific manifesting because i know it can get
2: ugly when you're like it has to look like this (laughs) yeah so it depends on the person right you want to go into juicy specifics so for you it was really juicy to talk about the scenes and probably how it felt to be in his arms and like really get into those those type of specifics. And for others, like I have one of my mentors, she needed to get into specifics. Like he makes this much money and this is how he gets, because that was for her. She has a certain makeup that that was like, that made her feel yummy and that made her like lock it in. I have other people that maybe want to visualize this, but if you say, okay, he needs to be six feet, like you're a specific manifester. And you're like six feet tall, feels juicy. And he's got dark hair and green eyes or something like that always say, you know what universe, this is what I can see through my eyes, but I'm opening up to this or something better. And so the more you just even specific manifestors are like this or something better, it's something that I wrote this down and I think it would feel like this, but you know what, if I've never experienced it, then I don't know. So I'm open to the wide range yeah. of feelings and emotions and looks and all of those things, right? Like I want a British accent. Like, I, I don't know why I want a guy with a British accent. <laughs> And so I'm like so open, but if he's Australian, that's cool too. Like I'm not gonna turn the hot Australian down, right? So I'm just really I'm open to, you know what, but but when I'm laying in my bed and I'm thinking about how I want to feel and I'm really zooming in on the feeling because I'm non specific. The British accent comes into my head, but it doesn't have to be that way because I'm always like this or something better and holding it very loosely and very lightly. And that's what's important definitely for non-specific, but even for you as a specific manifester, it's what feels juicy to you. So if like the people were like $10,000 a month and all of that, and they're specific and that feels juicy for them then by all means, but do they realize I have a story where I tripled my income because I focused on effortless abundance. But if I was focusing on a number, I probably would have just doubled Mm -hmm. instead of focusing on what it felt like to be effortlessly abundant. I didn't have a launch or anything. And I ended up tripling (laughs) my, my income. And it was, I would have shortchanged myself if I would have picked a number.
0: Hey guys, just wanna take a quick second to talk to you about one of our coolest new sponsors, the Squalane and Lactic Acid
1: Resurfacing Night Serum by Biosance. That is a tongue twister, but I love it, and the product works (laughs) so good. I've been using it every night on my skin, you guys, and I wake up glowing, my pores look smaller, I don't even need to use moisturizer after, although you can if you want to, and I just wash my face, I put it on before bed, I wake up glowing it's a win-win all around honestly it's been clinically proven to produce visible results in one single night which it definitely has for me 100 percent of users saw significant exfoliation overnight and this is not an exfoliating treatment where you like scrub your skin and then it's it's exfoliated the um i don't want to say chemicals because it's not chemicals the ingredients in the formula are meant to gently exfoliate your skin naturally without having to like scrub. So it's really good for just getting rid of any of the dead skin cells. Basically, it's really, really amazing and it has my stamp of approval. 100% of users have also showed improvement in the appearance of pores and have also showed a visible reduction in the appearance of fine lines. So who doesn't love that?
0: It actually works to boost your skin cells renewal process and works with your skin as you sleep. It's balanced with 10% vegan lactic acid it's powerful enough to produce dramatic results, but gentle enough for daily use. If you guys want to try this, which I think you definitely should go to biosounds.com for 20% off your next purchase. Of course, using the code vibin. Once again, that's B I O S S A N C E.com. Get 20% off your next purchase with the code V I B I N. Interesting. Mm.
1: I like that. You know. I like that a lot. So Cool, so you can be a specific or a non-specific manifester in any type that you are, whether you're a yeah. projector, a manifester, a manifesting generator, a generator. Did I get all of them? And a reflector. And a reflector. And a man- Yeah. So can we talk a little bit about, we already talked a lot about generating manifester. Um, a little bit about manifestors, the go-getters. So what about the other types? Can you kind of summarize how the other types manifest the most effortlessly?
2: So for example, if I was a projector and I wanted to have a bed and breakfast in Scotland, (laughs) you know, let's say that. And so what I would do projectors, it's really about showing up in their mastery, showing up in their excellence and really having like a specific like niche that they absolutely love that they can talk about all day and just showing up in their love of that like with no end result not looking for clients not looking forward to open the Airbnb like they're just talking about it and so as a projector I would just talk about Scotland all the time on my profile Scotland pictures I talk about bed and breakfasts I just you know do you know that you know I would just really talk about antiques and brand breakfasts and be this expert and then that's when they're locked into the energy of like what it feels like accomplishment let's say that there's the feeling that they're looking for accomplished and recognized and acknowledged because as a projector they really would love to feel the feeling of success that's their in alignment feeling right and so when they're really tuned into that that's when they'll receive the acknowledgement like wow you know a lot about scotland or oh my goodness you should do it bread and breakfast right and then they'll start to receive those invitations like i am selling my bed breakfast would you like to buy it like that's how things will start to unfold for a projector but it's not for the projector to go ask or like never dive into anyone d DM, anyone's dms or just force themselves on anything those things will become as invitations or they'll be acknowledged for their mastery and their, their expertise. And then people will start to invite, how can I work with you? Or how can you start to be a bed and breakfast? Have you ever thought about that? And they'll start to have all of these invitations that they can choose to receive, accept or not be based on their authority. Does that make sense? I love that. Yeah. It makes perfect sense. I feel like I'm a projector now. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. So I guess the question I have would be like, of course we all know the way that non-specific versus specific if you want to do a vision board if you want to just put it out there if you want to dive into people's dms like you said is there any way that specific types in human design should stay away from that would maybe uh create like friction in their manifesting or actually like have an anti-manifesting effect <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah so for example i'm a generator you guys are manifesting generators we shouldn't initiate anything, right? Unless you have the channel like Kelsey, but even Kelsey shouldn't just be initiating all day. You really want to lean in and trust and observe what is coming in your environment and allow things to be more of a heck yes depending on your authority or type which is all the stuff we we can't get into today but based on your authority you know if it's a sacral authority and it feels like a hell yes then you want to really respond to those things in that way but if you were initiating 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 then you're going to feel a lot of push right and so same for like a projector if a projector you know is supposed to be you know doing their thing, showing up, sharing. But if they force themselves in a conversation or force that you need to go to my Airbnb, and it's going to feel like very know-it-all. All the projectors that are listening are going to be like, oh yeah. Right. Because they're known as know-it-alls and oh, you think you know everything. See, it really sounds like me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he
0: yeah. asked my husband, I'm the know-it-all of the family. And my son yeah. is the know-it-all in training.
2: That's so funny. You, you might, you might have projector channels too, because there are certain channels that are lit up within your your oh. human design chart and like a lot, some of the throat channels. So like you might speak up and say things and then people are like, you're such a know-it-all. And then, but if they ask for your opinion, then they're like, ah, oh, I love what mm-hmm. you say. Right. And so it's probably some projector um, channels that you have within your human design and Maybe. so that's oh, why yeah. it feels like you're a projector Interesting. Um, but but yeah so they feel like know-it-alls because they're forcing themselves out there when they're really supposed to be acknowledged for their their mastery for their excellence and then asked for their opinion and so like for example in my group the aligned soul collective I always teach people how to like cheat cheat the system I call it cheat codes because we you know your human design so that means you know the cheat code to the game and so if you know your cheat codes then you know how to work the system so mm-hmm. generators manifesting generators you should you have a group you have a podcast you have this you guys should ask a lot of questions what would you guys like what kind of topics would you like you know so and then people volunteer these things or who would you like me to be you know a guest to be on my show or if you'd like to be a guest on my show come you know so you're asking lots of questions you want to ask lots of yes or no questions and you want to ask lots of opinions because what that gives you something to respond to right and so Mm. if you're a projector you want to have a group because the people that have said, heck yes, I want to be in your group. They've already acknowledged you as the expert and they've already accepted an invitation. So when you're in there and you're sharing, you can know that you're sharing to people that have already recognized you as the expert. That's why groups are so amazing for projectors. So it doesn't feel like, oh my goodness, like, am I pushing my information onto these people? It's like, no, these people have already said, heck yes, I want to be there. You know? It's so funny because I have a Facebook group. Yes. (laughs) Well, you're also. I have a group too, and you're 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 a manifesting generator. So the reason why um, we have these groups is because we get to ask questions and ask people yeah. what they would like. And these people have already recognized us as well as you know. And so we got all of these things to respond to within the group. And how fun yeah. is that? I love I love having a group. Is there any type that shouldn't have a group because people will hate it? I think what I've noticed is a lot of. Well, I have, you know what? Nope. I think it's based on what you love. Cause I was going to say manifestors might not be that great in my group. And it's just that my manifestor client, one of my manifestor clients, hates groups, but there's another manifestor that she has a group and she kicked ass in that group and made a ton of money after, after only having 20 people in her group. So it just depends on what you love. So if you, if you can be a generator or even a projector and you hate Facebook and you hate groups, don't have a group. I was just showing easy way to know that people have already recognized you. And so when you're sharing things or if you have offers, you will see it work very easily in those groups. Yeah. That's
0: a very, uh, wonderful reminder that we have. Like, of course, take all this information, take what you want, leave the rest and just feel into how it feels for you. Because I mean, that's true with everything. You're wired a certain way. Your, your default settings might be a certain thing, but always go with what resonates with you. Um, and it just so happens that most of the time it will be congruent with your human design
2: chart. (laughs) Yes. And you, you know, already, right. So you intuitively knew Kelsey was like, I intuitively knew that I was, uh, you know, I'm a little bit of a manifester that felt Mm -hmm. right for me. You intuitively knew that, Oh, when I go into specifics, it feels kind of like it feels forced, but when I lean back and when I'm just tuning to the energy, like you even said your vision board, that's Mm -hmm. the way non-specific Manifestors should have a vision board. It should be pictures of you. It should be pictures yeah. of feelings. It should have words that you love and not necessarily- totally does. The this, the that, the that. And you're like, it has to be that. No, it's just the feeling of what it gives you. Mm -hmm. And then that way you're really focused on just the feeling of it. Whereas Kelsey's vision board can have like the access, the venue that she wants. She can have like the different things. And you know, she can have all the specifics that she wants. And really you I still would want her to tune into the feelings because that's the true reason she wants all of that. So that when she really receives it, then she's feeling those feelings too.
1: Yes, always tuning into the feelings, but sometimes just being more specific than other times. This is so cool. I love this. I'm really (laughs) excited to carry this conversation over to the Patreon and to dive into more juice. But before, I'm feeling bad for any reflectors listening. I know you're only like 1% of the population, so there's probably not that many listening. But can you just briefly dive into like the reflectors' purpose as it pertains to manifesting? Because I think that's the only one we haven't really touched yet. Yes. Sorry, reflectors. So
2: reflectors, <laughs> and I have reflector friends, so I'm so sorry. love you. Um, reflectors, really, there's nothing for you to do. All you need to do is be. And so what's good for a reflector is to remember you're here to mirror, reveal, and reflect, right? And so you're mirroring, reflecting, and revealing. So people that come to you will, you know, they will blurt out their entire lives just because they can feel that you are receiving their energy, right? Because reflectors are complete total white blank space. When you look at the chart, they don't have any defined centers Mm -hmm. and they are amplifying the energy of all of our defined centers, those of us who have defined centers. And so they really are just there to um, they're really giving you the real. So they're usually really good coaches and really good listeners, but reflectors forget about themselves, right? They don't really, because they're mirrors, a lot of times they don't know who they are. And so it's important for reflectors to really tune into the energy that they desire. So for example, I had a reflector, she was a non-specific manifester. And so for her, it really was about delight and surprise. That's the energy that a reflector just thrives in, delight and surprise. And so she was in Bali. And so I was like, really tune into the delight and surprise. And so for her, it was best month ever. And I said, so what would be? A thing that would happen for your best month ever, lightly, right? Because she's a non specific manifester and she was like, oh, I'd get a new salesperson. And she said, oh, but I've been looking for three years or two years and I haven't found the salesperson. So I said, well, just describe her. And she said, salesperson would be somebody who's similar to her people on her team. She has mindset coaches on her team. She's like, they'd be amazing to work with. You know, it would feel so good and, and they would have some sales experience. It'd be great. And I was like, oh, that'd be so juicy. I was like, OK, cool. So he forgot about it. And then she just went along and rode her bike around Bali and just had the most amazing time. Right two days later, she's like, oh my God, I found the salesperson. I was like, what? She's like, yes. And it's a mindset coach on her team who came to her and was like, I don't know why I never told you this, but I have like 20 years of sales experience. And you know, she saw it was everything she described about knowing her products and being like the energy of her mindset coach. And it was all the experience was already on her team. And so when she tuned into that, then the person came to her and was like, I could be your salesperson. Do you want that? And she's like, yes. So for her, for any reflectors that are listening, just tune into delight and surprise. Even if you're specific, go into specifics that would be, oh my God, that'd be so delightful. And oh, universe, delight and surprise me. And that way you can just really tune into what you truly really want and allow that to unfold into your life.
1: Mm, Okay, if you guys want a good example of a reflector, a famous one in the spiritual community would be Teal Swan, and even on her Instagram bio, it says like the mirror of the collective subconscious or whatever she calls herself, and she's always tuning into the energy of what's happening in our psyche that day and then like saying it like, so watch out for this pitfall, here's what everyone's focusing on, here's what would be helpful, blah, 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 because she's like a really great energy reader um, well, she's like one of the most extrasensory people ever, but it has to do with her being a reflector. And those people are really rare. So if you want to learn about them, I would say kind of tune into her stuff and watch her. But this is so fun. I cannot wait to learn more cheat codes. So let's go over to the Patreon. We're going to dive into some more manifesting cheat codes according to your type. Lindsay and I will probably dive into our charts a little bit and she's going to kind of break it down so you can relate it to your chart and be like, oh, I have that aspect or I don't have that aspect or whatever. So join us on the Patreon. But before we go, Christine, can you tell people where to find out more about you, how to work with you and all that jazz?
2: Yes, you can find me in my group. You can go to thealignedsoulcollective.com and it will take you to my Facebook group. It's called the Aligned Soul Collective. Um, And then you can also find me in my membership. It's called the Society, the Aligned Soul Society. It is a membership where I combine human design and quantum manifesting and we go through the alignment success path and that is including you know with you accepting and loving who you are like awareness acceptance and then you're really into appreciation action what kind of align soul action do you take and then what is true quantum alignment so we go through that success path throughout that membership for you to really align with who you truly are. And I like to say it's welcoming you home because human design and quantum um, and gene keys, when you put that together, you truly start to accept who you are and, and say, oh, wow, this is why I don't like this. Or, oh, this is, makes so much sense. And yes, it's okay for me not to have an opinion on this or really to have strong opinions on that. And, it's, and then you start to really accept who you are. And then when you can truly love and accept who you are, That's when you can really tune into oneness and wholeness and really allow yourself to receive all that has just always been waiting for you. So.
1: Yay. Beautiful. Beautiful. Thank you so much for sharing that. And anybody who is meant to respond to opportunities, I will provide an invitation right now to my next Radical Self-Love Retreat that's happening in 2021. If you're someone who wants to connect with like-minded women and learn how to love yourself in a more unconditional way and spend some time on the beaches of Mexico, then go to calciaida.com forward slash retreat and see if it would be good for you. Feel into that center where you make your all make all your decisions. And if it's a hell yeah, then reach out and we can set it up yay was that a Love good, good ad for all the um generators and manifesting generators and everyone who's meant to respond <laughs> I loved
2: it and you, I mean, you invited the projectors you told everyone who needed to respond and then the manifestors will feel an urge if they're feeling it do go <laughs> just come on it'll surprise you and then everyone's invited. Delight and surprise. All the different
1: human design peeps are invited to come spend six days on the beach with me. Delight, (laughs) surprise, and margaritas. Yes. yes. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. We'll see you on
0: the Patreon. Christine, thank you so much for joining us on the show. We'll see you for another few minutes of really, really good stuff. Juicy stuff. I didn't get to say it yet, so I'm going to say juicy stuff.
2: Juicy.
0: More of the juice on Patreon. Take care, guys. We'll see you next week. Thanks for listening. We hope you love this episode. If you love High Vibe in it, become a part of our Patreon family. You can support the show, see the extended version of this episode, get bonus content and access exclusive discounts. Head over to patreon.com slash high vibe to join. We have tons of perks waiting there for you and we're always hanging out in there. So we hope to see you
1: inside.